Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I need information. I thought you might be able to help. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. Now tell us everything. Everything. Dolly Parton has never ridden any of the rides at her Dollywood theme park. It's a combination of being afraid, motion sickness, and worrying about her boobs. No, oh. worrying about her wig coming off. Oh, <laughs> seriously? Yeah, she's like, with my hair, I've got so much to lose, like my wig or my also my shoes. I don't like to get messed up. I'm gonna have some handsome man mess it up. I don't want some ride doing it. <laughs> oh, oh my that's god, that's so that's so Dolly. Yes. Can't you hear her saying that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, they have an expansion going on right now. It's 137 million to Dollywood. Wow. That's in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. If you've never been to Dollywood, no. One day, it's on the list, guys. I, have you been, Don? Uh huh. Yeah. It's is it fun? It's is it on my good list food? Too. Is there? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. It's great. It's just you know, if you like Dolly Parton, you're gonna love it. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's not I, the I, best theme park, I'll say, but with these updates, they're probably gonna make it more up to par with other theme parks out there. Yeah. Sure. 137 million. My wow. God. Woohoo. Okay. Um, as far as movies go this weekend, The Secret Life of Pets 2 yeah. and Dark Phoenix topped the box office this weekend, but they both underperformed. Oh, oh. I read so many stories this weekend about the trash dumpster fire that is Dark Phoenix. They oh. said oh. it made... It, it's going to lose so much money. It makes Solo look like the Avengers. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's I mean, made $33 million. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and Secret Life of Pets was in first place with $47 million, But the, oh, budget... the pets beat them, huh? Beat uh-huh. it. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, the budget Hell, was huge. Ishtar beat them, let me yeah. tell you. Uh, <laughs> they're not saying what the budget was. No, they shouldn't. Oh, Keep that a secret. Yeah, they should. And that's the latest dirt. You can find more on our app and MyTalk1071.com. Thanks for alerting us. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour. And at 820, 1220, and 5.20. On my talk, 107.1. Houston, we have a problem. No, we don't. Um, be Uh-oh. positive. Jason and Alexis, it was so f- in the morning, right here on my talk, 107.1. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you got it. It was so funny. I uh, got on the treadmill yesterday, and there's a TV right in front of me in our little gym. And I don't, wa- I don't need to watch TV. I just listen to music, and as you know, I dance and try not to fall. <laughs> right. But, um... Yeah. But I'm on there and I was watching me TV, which is a Hubbard station. 
and it was the end of a monkeys episode, and then it went into a love boat episode, and I hit the jackpot because uh, Tom Hanks was in this episode of the love boat. What? It was so. It was so good. I'm like, oh, look at young Tom Hanks on the love boat. It was so good. Anyway, welcome to the show, everybody. Our uh, final hour on this Monday, June 10th, 2019. I'm Jace with Lex and Don. How we doing? Uh, Don, how you doing? I'm doing great. Lex, how you doing? Yeah, fantastic. You're doing fantastic. How are you doing? Fine as frog hair. Thank nice. you for asking. That's Had a good fine. weekend. Uh, yeah, it's very fun. If we have time, uh, you know, I, I'll, I'll tell the eight o'clock friends maybe after uh, NCIS and uh, sleep side <laughs> sometime soon. I cracked. I, I uh, people always want to know my biscuit recipe because I talk about it all the damn time. But um, it's I, I I cracked the Da Vinci Code. Whoa! <laughs> I realized. It's not so much the recipe, but technique. So I'll talk about that in a little bit. But right now, nice. we've teased it long enough. What's going on at NCIS? Well, you know that, Houston, we have a problem. You could play that again. Yeah, sure. Houston, set, we have a problem. On the set of NCIS, there were big problems. And Polly Paulette, she played Abby. Um, mm-hmm. She was a forensic um specialist on the show loved her she was on the season for she was on the show for 15 seasons and she left at the end of last year and when she left back in 2018 she mentioned on twitter that her departure was due to quote multiple physical assaults but that's pretty much as far as she went yeah uh, publicly about why she's leaving and it kind of left it at that well she over the weekend, she is sick of hearing fans ask her if she'll ever come back. Mm. And so she went to Twitter again and in capital letters she wrote, "No, I am not coming back ever." And she says, "Please stop asking. I am terrified of Harmon and him attacking me. Oh. I have nightmares about it. I have a new show that is safe and happy. You'll love it. Happy place. Love y'all." Oh, my God. If she thinks that's going to end the questions, that's mm-hmm. just opened up a whole can of worms there. What the hell oh, yeah. happened? Well, then she followed up with another tweet. This one, she, she shared photos of an alleged crew member with his eye beaten up and in stitches. No. From Mark Harmon? From Mark she Harmon. Alle- she's alleging it was Mark Harmon? Oh, yeah. she Well, because she said multiple physical assaults at the end of, or mid last year when she left. Now she's naming names. Oh, boy. That's, wow. And what she said was, is if, if uh, you think I didn't expect blowback, you got me wrong. This happened to my crew member, and I fought like hell to keep it from happening again to protect my crew. And then I was physically assaulted for saying no and <gasps> lost my job. Oh, my gosh. She is really putting it out there, guys. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I, I don't know enough. Like, I've never watched a full episode of NCIS. I, I, I don't follow this, so... Do we know, have these rumors been whispered? You know, like the whole Wendy Williams thing. Yeah. yeah. You know, there were whispers for years about right. Kevin. Yeah. Uh, and then finally the whole, where there's smoke, there's fire. Have there been rumors about Mark Harmon over I, the years? I've never heard them before. I've never. Don, have no. you? No, I've never heard anything bad about that guy. Ever. Nope. You'd think that it, something would have leaked out, but yeah, my, I'm not saying thought, she's not telling the truth. I believe her. But physical altercations like that, I mean, if the guy needs stitches and 
I mean, that's just, whoa. Wow. Yeah. My talkers, if you, uh, NCIS yeah, fans, else? if you're an NCIS diehard and this isn't new to you, let us know. Now, um, I do love this show. I don't I haven't watched it really. in. I don't watch it in real time. I watch the reruns and, you know, so depending whatever's on, I'll just watch it. Um, so I'm not. Yeah, I, I'm not up with, you know, exactly how they shared how she she left and that type of thing. But um, she is she's one of my favorite characters on the oh, show. I mean, she was beloved by so many people. Yeah. You know, she was on from the beginning. And if I did tune in, it was because of her in the earlier, you know, yeah. shows. I just didn't really follow along with it um later on but no she was like one of people's favorites and people were heartbroken i remember watching that final episode when she was on for the last time and it was just so bittersweet like oh no you know no. oh yeah i don't know enough again no more it's crazy that's what she's alleging so i wonder what he's gonna say yeah, I bet yeah. nothing. Oh, yeah. They, uh, USA Today wrote about it, and they reached out to CBS and his rep, and they did not come back with a comment at all. Now, back in 2018, when Polly first tweeted out that it was for multiple physical assaults, didn't name names, mm-hmm. CBS said that, yes, she came to us with the workplace concern mm. and they said we took the, the matter seriously and we worked with her to find a resolution we're committed to a safe work environment on all of our shows of course that's probably a rote answer mm-hmm. um, but they were i guess aware because about a year before she left is when she showed pictures and talked about these assaults by Harmon, allegedly a Harmon. but i always forget ooh, that mark Harmon's drama. married to, to mindy Pam Dauber. Oh, right. Mark That's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love that <Aww>. theme song. <laughs> Coming up on 811. Uh, now, Don, why does it matter what side of the bed we sleep on? Oh, well, does it matter or not? Uh, a lot of people prefer one side over the other. You're not just going to hop in bed. And be like, I don't care. Whatever side I'm going to sleep on tonight is is cool with me. No. Yep, right no, side no. for me. Okay. So everybody, uh, they were they pulled 2,000 Americans, asked why they sleep on the left or right side of the bed. Of course, it's going to be 50-50. But uh, the survey asked these questions, and the answers were, uh, it's easier to get in and out of bed on that side, or it's closer to the door. That was the largest answer, 40% of people. Um, my partner prefers the other side was 31 <laughs> uh, percent. Oh, they just don't care. Best access to the nightstand is also up there with 31 percent. Mm. Oh, um, there, okay. There's a better view of the TV. Twenty-five <laughs> percent. And then I like to sleep against a wall was 18 percent. Kind of cuddle up over there safe in the corner. Then they the left side. um, if you're standing at the end of the bed and you're looking at it, so in theater it would be called stage left, right? Because yes. you're looking at it. So if you're looking at the bed, the left side, they found that people who sleep on the left side of the bed tend to like beer more than wine, <laughs> listen to That's oldies me. music, <laughs> prefer dramatic movies, and they lean left politically. Oh. Meanwhile, the right side sleepers are more likely to be wine drinkers, listen to rock music, prefer action movies, and lean right politically. Interesting. Really? Yeah. That's nuts. What I don't side know. do you guys yeah, sleep on? Do you guys on? have a preference? I'm, oh. I'm a right side person. You have to sleep like, on the right? And when I'm in the bed, on the right side. Yeah. Or stage oh. left. It doesn't matter. Oh, stage matter. left. So, you're, so that, would, that would be technically left. 
Yeah. Oh, it would be. It would be left. Yeah. Oh, okay. But mm-hmm. in the bed, though. When you're looking at the bed down at it. Okay. So I guess I'm so left. you're a left. Okay. What about you I, guys? <laughs> well, I have to be very... Uh, mine doesn't matter if it's left or right. However... I have to sleep uh, farthest away from the door. <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay, okay. Okay. I have to sleep farthest away hey, from the door. Hey, intruder gets Colin first. He exactly. Or she. Yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. So you so sleep if, on the left. Well, I try to, but here's the deal. This, our particular, the particular place now, I don't know why, but I agreed I sleep closer <laughs> to the door in this house. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know why I did that. But anyway, um, but yeah, I'm afraid of demons. Yeah. And my theory is if a demon comes in, <laughs> it'll start to attack. It'll start to get call. The hustle and bustle will wake me up. I'll try to attack the demon <laughs> slash escape. I'll have time to escape. So that's right. Okay. So I always have to sleep the farthest away from the door. I don't care what I don't care what side yeah. it is. Well, that's the biggest answer here. Closest to the door. Closest to the door? Oh, yeah. to be furthest oh, oh, you want to be further? I want to be furthest. Okay, all right. Um, yeah. Further? Oh, like, I, yes. I want to be, because if there is an intruder, I want to have time to jump out the window. <laughs> if it's a demon, I'm out. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Dawn, how about you? Well, I, uh, in my bed, I sleep on the left side. Okay. Yeah. But. That's also when I'm at MC's house, he sleeps on the left side. So obviously I'm default to the right side. Oh, oh got okay. it. Got it. Mm-hmm. So ah. I, I'm yeah, I'm just over there. That's probably why I'm pushing him off because I get closer and closer and he's on the edge. You want to be on that. side? <laughs> <laughs> you might think I want to be closer to him, which is true. But also I'm probably trying to get in my correct place. Yeah. Yes. Slowly, like subconsciously. So we to get all, in that's funny because we're all left handed uh-huh. and we all prefer to sleep jason traditionally you would be on that other side traditionally i would be on that yeah yeah but yeah so that yeah (laughs) and for whatever reason it doesn't bother me so much in this place i feel very safe in our house okay um this is the safest i've ever felt in this in this particular condo and maybe that's why i don't care because i am close to the door um collins by the window and i i sleep yeah, and that's why I like, but the dogs are by me too, so I feel a little safer. But yeah, I'm just saying. Because ah. now the demons will get me first, and then right. Tom will be able to escape. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how I look at it. But that's all right. But if we're at a hotel, it's not even a question. Oh, uh, it, yeah. It, like, so let's go to Angel. Oh, Angel's, <laughs> Angel's calling back in. Hi, Angel. I am the demon of the <laughs> All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. Com. Telling you, it does not matter where you sleep. I'm going to grab you yeah. and drag you oh, and suck your perfume cologne out of you. 
Spanish-speaking demon. That's fantastic. Yeah, what would the demon say in Spanish? Voy a su parte. Toda tu sangre. Y tirarte en el piso y te voy a comer. Oh, That's so scarier. That's so much scarier. That's very scary. I don't like that at all. Oh, my God. Bye, Spanish demon. Adios, demon. Adios, Puerto Rican demon. Bye. No matter what. Oh, eight seventeen. Oh. <laughs> uh, eight seventeen. We're gonna take a break. Elizabeth oh. Reese is here at the Dirt Alert when we were. This is a my talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back, everybody. She too has a Puerto Rican demon in her room. Elizabeth Reese is here with the dirt alert. Hello, Elizabeth. Wow, Elizabeth. Good morning. What an introduction, right? Great Monday morning introduction. That's what I love about you guys. I never know what I'm going to get. It's a joy each and every day. Uh, Tom Cruise doesn't know what he's going to get when he was challenged to fight Justin Bieber. Did you guys see this? What? What? Oh man, here's what Justin Bieber tweeted. I want to challenge Tom Cruise to a fight in the octagon. Tom, if you don't take this fight, you're wrong form of your, by the way, scared, Uh-oh. and you will never live it down. So, um, lots of people are tweeting uh-huh. Tom Cruise is an unbeatable machine of strength and speed. <laughs> right. He's also insane and completely undeterred fi- by the fear of death. Good luck, Justin. Which was pretty funny. Um, I, like, guess- I jump on couches while I pee in buckets. <laughs> Beaver That's their snack talk coming out, so he must be trying nice to drop, yeah. drum up some pub. There you go. We'll see if that happens. I can't handle that UFC fighting. It's so stressful. Oh, I can't I, even no, like no, walk no, no. past it and oh, see it. And I, they I can very kick much, in that one. Yes, and I understand when people say UFC fighters are the greatest athletes in the world because they're in such incredible shape. I mean, yes. I, that's that is uh, okay, great. But I just can't handle the fighting. It makes me so stressed. Boxing is too much for me to watch. Yeah, I it, it, I don't enjoy it. It makes me uncomfortable. Me too. Uh, Chris Pratt and Katherine Schwarzenegger got married over the weekend, and so the internet is all a flutter with photos of them and stories about them. Chris Pratt was golfing with some buddies before he got married. I think that's pretty typical. Um, he was on the golf course with Rob Lowe Aww. before getting married. So um, it's kind of interesting because these two apparently met through Maria Shriver, um, and Catherine Schwarzenegger, so Maria and Chris Pratt were going to the same church and met each other. And then she introduced him to her daughter, Catherine. So then uh, they finally said, I do, got married. There is a 10 year age difference between these two. Her family was there. So Arnold Schwarzenegger and Maria Shriver, her brothers, Patrick and Christopher and sister Christina, and then Chris Pratt's six-year-old son, Jack, was not there. The internet was quick to point out that um, Joseph Baina, who is Arnold Schwarzenegger's child with the housekeeper, was the revelation of that that broke up he and Maria Shriver's marriage, although I think they're technically still married, um, he was not there. Mm. Oh, he wasn't there? No, he was not there. 
And, hmm. and, and then I was reading stories about this over the weekend that said that while he follows his half siblings on um, Instagram, they do not follow him. Oh, if that oh. says anything. I know, it's well, it might and it might not. I mean, it's that's a hard, that's, yeah. that's, that's a not a reliable, yeah. yeah. That's a tough spot to be in. Other photos that were uh, making the rounds over the weekend, Britney Spears and her boyfriend um, jet skiing in Miami. I don't oh, know, fun. guys. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. I just, mm. I want to see is real? all of the photos that are taken because I feel like they pick the photos of Britney where she just looks not there. Yep. And then I'm wondering... What is the what do the rest of the clicks look like? Like, does she look more pulled together? Because every photo they pick of her, she looks kind of like surprised slash stunned slash uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah, that's a good I point. Mean, they could take pictures of us and we would have shots where we looked the same. This is 100 yeah. percent true. So that's yeah. why I'm wondering, like, do you think they're intentionally the media is intentionally picking the photos where she looks bad yes. to sell their narrative that she's in a bad place? Of course, because that's yeah. what people are going to pick up. You know, that's what people are going to click on. Hmm. I hope not. I mean, that, that's the last thing. That's the last thing that she needs. I know our, our buddy Dax Holt, you know, he runs a website called Hollywood Pipeline. And he doesn't do that. I mean, he because he was concerned about that too. But he posts really nice photos of her and not looking disheveled. Okay, and I need to look a at mess on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. because that's exactly what it looks like. Mm. Yep. Uh, Rachel like Brosnahan uh, saying her family is still grieving after her aunt Kate Spade's death, as mm. one would of course expect. Oh, um, yeah. Grief is not a it's not a process that just ends, right? It's just no. the new normal. And um, but actress Rachel Brosnahan, who is in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, uh, presented at the Tony Awards on Sunday. And she told people on the red carpet beforehand that this year has been really difficult. She said, we miss her very, very much. And it's been a tough year, but it's been really wonderful to have the support of Kate Spade as a company and work with Frances Valentine to help keep her spirit and work alive. So oh, that's good. Yeah, I know that is um I still can't believe. I still can't believe that either. I know I was reading an old article that was talking about Anthony Bourdain. And yeah, it's um, been a year too. Yeah. And this article that I was reading was about his recommendations of what to eat in restaurants. It was like all about what not to order in restaurants. And so um, they were quoting Anthony Bourdain because in his book, No Reservations, he talked a ton about that or Kitchen Confidential rather. And he um, and they were saying Bourdain has revised this and now says this. And it was just so like odd to read something where it was written when he was still alive. I forgot. My apologies. Really quick. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Call now if you want your dream weaved by dawn. We're going to yes. do that next. 651-641-1071. My apologies. I should have done that earlier. No Call now. at all. Anyway, what else do we have? Okay. Real Housewives of New York um, nearly ruined Kelly Ben Simone's life is what she is saying. Um, oh. She is she says appearing on the show almost ruined her life. This is what sources are telling page six, which means she's telling page six. She feels she was mentally abused. People told her not to do it. Appearing on it affected her making a living and she lost a big portion of her life and opportunity to make money. She says, um, Bethany Frankel and Andy Cohen can't stand her. She said, Andy doesn't really like me that much. This is what she said on a podcast this week. Because I'm like the real deal. Maybe he doesn't like me because I was in Playboy. Maybe he doesn't like me because I got the cover of Shape. (laughs) Oh, that's why. Um, Right there. Her response is is everything you need to know. Uh, Maybe he doesn't like me because I got the cover of Shape. 
How about some personal responsibility there, Kelly Ben Simone? Didn't she get a book deal out of the uh, show? She, I, hey, yes. the the show, the opportunity is what you make of it. And Kelly, I'm sorry, was like nutter butters on that show. Truth. So you ruined your own reputation. I mean, look at Bethany Frankel. Look at Lisa Vanderpump. You make that opportunity yourself. You ding, make ding, it. Ding. You you form it yourself. I'm anyway. with you, pal. Elizabeth Reed, say three. We'll be back with Dreamweaver after <laughs> a million dreams, and only two of them will come true. Welcome okay. back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm on Talk 1071. <laughs> Go out there and be yourself, kids. Uh, I'm Jace with Lex. <laughs> only two of your dreams will come true. I'm Jace with Lex and <laughs> Don McLean. We're so glad you're here. Aren't we, Lex? Yes, we are. Thank you. You're the best in the world. We love you so much. Uh-huh. Go grab a, a cup of kombucha. Yeah, I'm having some right now. Are you? Yeah, ginger lemon. You are not. Dawn? Yes? Confirm. Perfect, yes. She's drinking that. Yes, I see that. Okay, okay. <laughs> I thought you were just making it up because nope. I said it. Okay. <laughs> no, you're psychic. Just, That's what it is. That's it. I. We got Dreamweaver I, and you're psychic. Thank you. I try. I try. Mm. Coming up at 834. Why tell me about your dream? I was back in high school, and I was supposed to take a test. I was making it work again. I was driving my car, and I couldn't control it. Then I fell off a cliff with Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you know what this dream means? Charge. We have Jean, Ashley, Angela, and Laura standing by. Yes. <laughs> uh, don't forget, Jean, Ashley, Angela, and Laura. Please try to be as concise as humanly possible when you're describing your dream. We don't need every single aspect. Oh, they did so good. Yeah. So yes. uh, the, people are learning. They get it. Yes. Alexis, yes, who do we have first? Let's go to Jean first. Jean, tell Dawn your dream. Yes. Um. I just have a quick preface is that we are empty nesters, our kids are grown and are gone, our house is paid for, and my dream was uh, we were searching for a new home, we moved in a new home, and then I am taking my youngest two, who are boy-girl twins, off to school in the fourth grade. Okay. All right. Mm. Well, really, what's happening in your real life, just so you know, doesn't really matter. Um, so just, you know, put that out of your mind. Don't try to pre-guess what this is, Gene. okay? <laughs> so um, this house is a frame of mind that you've been trying to get in where you can bring both your subconscious mind and your conscious mind together to create new things and new ideas. You know this is going to happen in this frame of mind. You're ready to get into that mental space. Um, and when you do, you're going to learn new things. So um, you're just approaching a part of your life where you're going to be learning new things about yourself. And it's going to foster a lot of great new ideas for you. And you know that that's going to come. Oh, that's great. I've been working toward that. Good. Well, mm. your soul is telling you that you're on the right track. Great. Thanks. Yeah. Have the a right great day, track, baby. <laughs> right. Yeah. Thanks, Jean. Bye, Jean. All right. Okay. Who do we have next, Ooh, Lex? Ashley's on next. Ashley, what's your dream? Hi. 
Um, in my dream, I was a young child, mm-hmm. and I was it would fluctuate from being inside and outside, mm-hmm. and there were spirits that were engaging with me. So when I was outside, they were friendly, they were playing catch with me. Inside, they would prevent me from opening doors, and they felt really scary. So okay, Ugh. okay. Um, you are moving back and forth from when you go inside and outside. Um, it's like you know. I mean, external environment in to internal environment. Uh, you're you're basically learning how to get out of your head. Sometimes you're a thinker where you're you're just focused on what's what's going on inside, and you don't exactly express it so much. So um, mm-hmm. when you do learn to express yourself and get out of your head, you feel like you're really opening yourself up to things where you can. Well, you're not so fixed in your ways when you do this. So your soul's going, you should do that more. Sometimes you kind of retreat and go back into what your inner thoughts are. Um, As far as those spirits out there, uh, that's just your fear of letting go of just expressing your thoughts. Um, And it's also represents, since they're spirits that don't have a fully formed body, um, they're spirits, it probably means that they're dead which means that represents change within you. So it sort of all reflects itself there. Sometimes it's exciting to you, but then sometimes you feel like you're you're slow to change. So mm-hmm. it's kind of moving from realizing that you need to live your life externally and not so much in your head. Don't be afraid to do that. Ah. Does that make okay. sense? <laughs> it does. Okay. It's actually kind of freaky. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. Thank right, you, Ashley. Ashley. Uh-huh. Nice. Alexis, who do we tough. have? No, Just that was confirming. good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> who do we have next? Angela's next. Hi, Angela. What's your dream? Ah, good morning, guys. I love you guys. Um, I have a quick dream. It's reoccurring. Mm-hmm. I end up, I'll be with friends at first, and then I'll end up with Kim Kardashian mm-hmm. and Kanye West, and they'll take me on an adventure. Ooh. And usually, Kim <laughs> gets lost in the dust somewhere, mm-hmm. and Kanye and I end up on some weird adventure where he'll surprise me with something. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> All right, so what do you think about Kanye West? Tell me that first. I, I hate them. You hate him. <laughs> okay, you hate him. Um, he also has some other quality. Why do you hate him? Let me dig a little bit deeper. Uh, yeah, you know, that's, uh, maybe I hate Kim more than Kanye, but I, I think I hate how um, boastful he is, maybe, mm-hmm. and conceited. Okay. Well, sometimes, uh, that's your inner Kanye that you're dreaming about, <laughs> by the way. It has to do with, um, you know that, that um, there there's a part of yourself, that this would be your subconscious mind, but it's an imagined part of yourself. There are times whenever you are having a great time, you feel like you're really going outside of the box and doing things that you wouldn't normally do um and usually that involves something to do with your ego and your arrogance it's an imagined part of yourself though since it's a a celebrity okay so it's just sort of something that you think about yourself that isn't necessarily true oh okay Okay, so don't don't get so hung up on that just have a good time go on those (laughs) adventures but you don't have to feel like you're kanye when you're doing it <laughs> we'll do. Ah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, Angela. Okay. I like that. That yeah. was an. In- I never thought Kanye would enter into a uh, dream. <laughs> yeah. Or that celebrities that what that means. Yeah. 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 Huh. Who's next, Lex? Laura is next. Good morning, Laura. Tell Don your dream. Okay. So this one, I've had this like two, three times. Mm-hmm. Um, that I eat jewelry, <laughs> necklaces. Okay. They were kind of 
soft, chewy, kind of satisfying in my belly. Uh-huh. And I come to a ring and I kind of flatten that one out and chew, you know, it wasn't, it was like just hard. Mm-hmm. And then I, in my dream, I'd have like a kind of a, almost like a gut ache because all the metal in my belly. Okay. Well, jewelry, you know, that's used to adorn your outer appearance. It's for beautification. But for the dreamer, it it's indicates how you value yourself. Okay, and how you express that to others. So you are looking to find value, and your food is knowledge. So you're trying to consume information to you that would make you more valuable to other people. This might have some, it might have something to do with work or feeling like you have to keep up with the Joneses or to keep up with how you, but most importantly, know that this is a dream about how you value yourself. Okay. Okay. So. If it's reoccurring, write down what happened the day before, either the day before or 48 hours before, and look how that reflects within your life. Okay. Okay. Next week, I'm calling back with my Elton John dream. Oh, good. I love it. Perfect. (laughs) Perfect, (laughs) Thank you, Laura. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) She's covering all the music acts. Yeah. She has an Elton John dream. Yeah. That's cool. 841. Should we give something away, Don McLean? Yes, I almost forgot. Oh, this is great. All right, this is a pair of tickets to Guys and Dolls, the perfect musical comedy, live on stage at the Guthrie Wordle. I hope I'm saying that right. Thrust stage. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's on Friday, June 28th at 7.30 p.m. So you have to be able to go to this performance, Friday, June 28th, 7.30 p.m., two tickets to Guys and Dolls. Give us a call, 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. Good luck, Alexis, uh-huh. to each and every one of yes. you. Yes. 651-641-1071. 8.42. When we come back, I cracked the nut of my biscuits. Uh-oh. That sounded very perverted. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that when we return. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071 and MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McClain. Oh... I cracked Ooh. the Da Vinci Code you of did. my biscuits. Oh, I did. Gosh. And people ask me all the time, because I've talked about them over the years. I, I make two things very well. Uh, I make... Love. Oh. Biscuits. Well, that too. <laughs> I make uh, uh, buttermilk biscuits, homemade buttermilk biscuits, and I make a really good filet mignon. Those are the two things I can do without fail. Oh, I've um, had both of them. And I... Yeah, you have. They're great. Thank you. Oh. I, those those are the two things I can do really well, cooking wise. Um, my biscuits. The origin is my papa, my dad's dad um, from the south, from Cumberland, Kentucky, the Tennessee in Tennessee oh. too, and he just made the best. No frills, ain't no fancy Paula Dean crap. Just fancy, not, not fancy buttermilk biscuits and sawmill gravy, uh, sawmill sausage gravy. So I, I ate that growing up as a kid, and I would watch him, um, and I studied and watched, and then he he left us uh, in 03, and I, I, I have all of his pots and pans. Um, that's the one thing that I wanted. And I have been, since that day, I have literally been perfecting the recipe for years and years and years and years and years and years. And, years. and I think I finally cracked the nut that I'm happy with it. You can see a picture of the of of the Mona Lisa 
of my biscuit Mona Lisa on my Instagram page. You can click on uh, my head for my Insta stories to search for Jason Matheson. I think it's still there. It's been about 24 hours, but I think it's still there. Anyway, here's the trick. Everyone wants to know the recipe. Whenever I bring up the biscuits, I get a lot of emails. Some to the show. Hey, what's the recipe? Here's what I've learned. As Oprah said, here's what I know for sure. Biscuit recipes are all pretty much the same. This is what I know. They're pretty pedestrian. Sure. Okay. It's basically two cups of flour, one cup of buttermilk, one stick of butter, a teaspoon of salt, and a teaspoon of sugar. I use white. I only, only, only use white lily self-rising flour. You can't get it around here. I buy it off Amazon. Okay. Um, I only use that flour. It's a light, light flour. Anyway, what I have learned is it's all about technique. And the number one technique is everything has to be cold, like B. Arthur's personality, as cold as you can get it. The flour, the butter especially has to be cold. I cut the butter into my flour mix and then put that back in the freezer for about a half hour. Pull that out, pour in my ice cold buttermilk, and I work quickly but gently. You can't overdo dough, biscuit dough. It's not bread dough. Stir 15 times. That's what I have found the secret is. Stir that bowl 15 times. Dump the dough. It might be crumbly. That's all right. Dump the dough onto a floured surface. Softly form it into a ball. Roll it out. And here's my other Da Vinci Code tip. Number two. Fold. Fold your dough, biatches. Fold <laughs> your dough, biatches. You fold it upon each other on, on itself like a letter. Turn it 90 degrees, roll it out, fold it upon each other on itself again. Turn it around, do that four times. You do that and you're creating layers, big flaky Mm -hmm. layers. Cut it, put it on the tray, put it back in the freezer for a few more minutes. Your oven should be super damn hot, like 475. Stick, uh, uh, put buttermilk on top of the biscuits. Yum. uh, For a crispy crust. Makes it golden. Yes, put that tray in the oven, 14 minutes, pull them out, put honey butter on top, put it back in, broil it for just a few minutes, and you get that golden brown top. There you go. I can't help anymore. My, 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 I'm I'm done. I, what more can I give? Oh my gosh. They're so good. So go look at that picture. I almost wanted to cry yesterday. I was so proud (laughs) because when it doesn't work out, I get so bummed and baking is such a science. And some days you do well and some days you don't. Mm -hmm. And Saturday, Saturday, I made a batch that were horrible and I had to redeem myself. So, uh, Sunday I woke up bound and determined and by the way, I cut the biscuits at about an inch thick. The dough should be rolled out to about an inch thick. I forgot to say that. Um, anyway, so there you go. Nice. Yeah, I was so proud. I wanted to cry. They turned out exactly how I wanted them to. And they were flaky and buttery and light. And yeah. Oh, yeah. And the secret yeah. to that, the science behind it, since my daughter's a pastry chef. Yes, please, Dawn. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The, the, um, there's a reaction going on with the butter. That butter being cold is what makes it flaky. Yes. And then you are adding another element by sort of making almost like a baklava by, you know, turning it and then flipping it and layering it. So you're adding even more flaky layers by doing that. Yep. And then it's the temperature shock. That's, you want the trick, everybody? Everyone's like, oh, I make flat biscuits. I got an email just a few minutes ago. What you're not, 
you you need to knead it just a few times, but gently, and you need that temperature shock. Yeah, you need you go super cold to super hot oven to get that lift. So the the steam is created with that butter. Uh-huh. So there we go. The butter. Hallelujah, praise Jesus. Yummy. They were so good, girl. Oh, my God. I put more honey butter on them and my homemade gravy. Mm, mm, mm. I was oh loving life. Oh, my gosh. Life. I just want to eat six and then take a nap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no kidding. Ooh, that's a little much. That's like that calories for two days. But. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Uh, do we have Steve or Donna? Uh, or Donna, Donna Steve? just walked in. Oh, here yeah. we go. Playing with the queen of hearts. No one in it really smart. Queen of my heart, Donna Valentine, joins us. Hi. Hello. Happy Monday, everybody. Happy Monday, Donna Valentine. Uh, Elizabeth Reese is going to be joining me later. Oh, fun. fun. Steve is out for the next few days. So I have the privilege of working with the lovely and very professional Elizabeth Reese. Oh, yes. She's both of those things. She really is. Um, Yeah, so we're going to, you know, do the huge coming up at 11. I'm going to tell you why. I went to the theater, bought oh. my ticket, but never saw Rocket Man. Oh, what? 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. What happened? Kind of irritates me. I bet. I'm not going to tell you. Oh, You'll have to your listen. Fault? It was it not my fault. fault. Oh. No. Not your fault. No. I blame the theater. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> Hope you got your money back. <laughs> and then we're uh, going to be taking your Monday morning movie reviews at 11 as well. And we're going to have lots of new music. Celine, Miranda, BTS, Charlie SCX, XCX. Oh oh, 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 it's hard oh. to say. I, I mean, I could give it's you a, a rundown of the whole show if you Are guys want Are any of those right a, a song of summer? Are any of them a pretty championship? Or? I'm going with sucker for song of summer right now. Oh, really? I think okay. so. Jonas Brothers, I think or Jonas now, as they say. Joe we bro. can't say Brothers. Yeah. Joe Bro. Yeah, yeah. Joe Bro. Jonas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so yeah. lots of stuff coming up. Awesome. That's coming up on Donna and Steve, minus Steve, plus Elizabeth. That's going to do it for us. If you're a kid being bullied, you go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right. You be you unless you're a terrible person. We love you. Have a fantastic day today, and we'll talk tomorrow. Bye, friends. Oh, baby, any day that you're gone away. It's a beautiful day.